0: Either way, as it relates to just one short Ha'ara, and that is, again, going back to the Sugya, and Kuf Gimel, and Davkuf dalid Bishnas Ptirosoy Rossoy I just want to mention again something that we spoke about very, very quickly when we went through the Daf, but in light of the fact that today is the yard site of the Heligich Samsoyfer, Chav Hei so just speak out one Ha'ara from the Chesam Soifer in that Tzugyo, the In-Bes Medrash Beloy So Rabbi Huda Hanasi, before his p'tira, so he called his sons into his room and he gave them final instructions, and then he called the Chachmi Yisrael into his room and he gave them final instructions. And one of the things that Rabbi Huda Nasi said was that I want you to be maspid However, v'ho yeshiva it should only last for thirty days. But after thirty days, ho yeshiva. and the background to this instruction is a Gemara in where the Gemara says that when the Nasi dies they would close the yeshivas everybody even the Bnei would mourn the fact that the Nasi had passed away so Rabbi Yehuda Nasi said that I understand that after my period this is what you're going to do however it should be with a Gvol and after 30 days you should make sure that there's going to be yeshivas again so the Gemara says why? Why did Rabbi Huda Nasi say that you should put a cap on the Avegos of 30 days? so the Gemara said the reason is Rabbi Yudanasi said because I don't want that the Avelus over my Ptira should be more than the Avelus over the Ptira of my Rabbeinu the passage says by my Rabbeinu and being that that's what they did for 30 days I don't want that my Avelus should be more than 30 days either he says I don't understand what was the Havamina that Klai would have mourned Rabbi Yudanasi more than they mourned if Moshe Rabbeinu, who was the greatest of all the leaders that we ever had, we mourned for thirty days. Then K'muvin, we wouldn't mourn Rabbi Judah Nasi more than that. So why did Rabbi Judah Nasi, as one of his final instructions in his tzavah, have to be? Isn't it obvious? that Rabbi Yehuda Nasi was not greater than Moshe Rabbeinu, and as a result, why would you think that there should be a Avelos of Yosir Mishloy Shemyaim? Zok Teheil Soifer. chamina? The reason that Rabbi thought that he had to address this and make it clear that there shouldn't be a Avelos for more than 30 days is because you could have thought that Rabbi Shloyiniach acharab Shnei nachamu Anshei Doiroi K'moshe Moshe Rabbeinu Yeshua ben nun Because Rabbi Yehuda Anasi, when he passed away, he didn't leave after him the gedolim on the caliber that much Rabbeinu did. Valkane. And therefore, you would have thought that Roy Shiaspido or Rabbi That's for that reason. Maybe we should be maspid Rabbi Yehuda Anasi more than we were maspid much Rabbeinu. Not because Rabbi Yehudah was greater than Moshe Rabbeinu. Not Mitzah Degavra, Rabbi Yehudah Anasi versus Degavra, Moshe Rabbeinu. But because of the matzav that was left behind after the ptira of Rabbi Udanasi versus the matzav that was left behind after the ptira of Moshe Rabbeinu. Okay, no man, That's why Rabbi Yehudah had to address it. And he said, He said, it's not covered for Moshe Rabbeinu, and if they Yifkub Yisrael as Moshe Barav Moshe so it's not to mourn me," said Rabbi Yudanasi, "more than thirty days either. But what would have been the Havamina that you should mourn Rabbi Yudanasi more than we mourn Moshe Rabbeinu? It's not because Rabbi Yudanasi was greater than Moshe Rabbeinu. It's not the mesh, it's the Matziv. Because after the P'tira of Rabbi Yudanasi, the world was left in a state with a Hefzid that was much worse than it was after the Petir of Moish Rabbein. You have to be the Chasam Soifer to say this. But this is what the Chasam Soifer said bedvar vaktosh. See, so he said, and for that reason, you would have thought that maybe the Avelu should be greater as well. Kamash Malon, that it's not pakavidig. And if Moish Rabbein was only mourned for 30 days, it's for that reason, we're only going to mourn Rabbi Udan-Nasi more than 30 days either. The Emma says, if you go in the Gemara, so the Gemara said, they listened to Rabbi Yudan Nasi. And after 30 days, they were hoysh of yeshiva. But the Gemara says that Tao sin for the first 30 days, soft to be a mama velelio. They were mas bid during the day and at night. This was round the clock. Mikan ve'elach after 30 days, soft to be a mama. They would be maspid Rabbi Yehuda Nasi during the day, the Then they would learn Torah at night. They would be maspid at night, v'garsi be a moment. They would learn during the day. This went on for twelve months. the safti until twelve months were completed. The Chasam says that that you don't find by You don't find that they were maspid Moshe Rabbeinu for twelve months. That was something they only did for Rabbi Yehuda Nasi, and the reason is because of this idea that the matziv was worse in the world after the P'tirah of Yudanasi Nasi than it was after the P'tirah of Moshe Rabbeinu. and it's for that reason they continue to be masbidim albeit not be imam of Ilyah for a period of time for 12 months and the Chesam Saif is masbid this part of it as well and he says, Pshat, based on the Gemara, Mesach, this that that, The Gemara tells the story of the Ptira of Rav. So the great Amir Rav passed away. And the Gemara says, Kinoch, nafshi the Rav, after Rav was Nifter. So, also, Talmidab, the Talmidim, went to the Levaya. Obviously, Kihadri, they were returning from the Lavaya. Amri, they said, Nezul l'achma danak. Let's go to the river of Danak, and let's sit down, and let's Break bread, so they sat together, they're literally on the way back from the Levaya of the Great Rav. Basad the Karchi, after they ate, Yasviva they had a question. Meaning what happened was they were all sitting together and they wanted to know if one person could be Moitzi, everybody with birchas Mazan or not. Now the background is a Mishnah Paraketzamavarkim that says that if a group of people eat together the one person is able to be moitzi everybody else. They had eaten together, but they didn't eat seba. And because they didn't eat beheseiba, so the question was, could one person be moitzi or not? So they had the following question. It says that if everyone eats together beheseiba, so then one person can be moitzi everybody else. But if they didn't eat beheseiba or not, or being that, even though we didn't eat seba, but we had specifically been where we were going to eat and Eat together, kihe sebu dumi is the equivalent of sini behe and therefore one person could be mighty everybody. So the gemara says they have to be a dia. They didn't know. They didn't know Pshan in this mishnah. Come, Rabad the barahava. So who was one of the The mav got up. Ahader kari He had rice kriya over his rebel. and the kriya was on the front of his gulf. It was exposed to everybody. So he took his shirt and he flipped it around. The kriya kriyachrina, and then he tore kriya again. Amar he said noch nafshe the rav. Rav literally just passed away. And we already have such a Shiloh. We already don't know a halacha in the sugis of Kates and Navarchim, something that children know. He asked the steer between a Mishnah and a Brice, and he explained to him, he told him what the answer was. You see in this Gemara that after the period of Rav, when the Talmidim realized that they were lacking in learning. So it caused them, it triggered another Avelos. When they chapped the Hefzid of Torah that they had lost, so it caused them to come to a situation where suddenly they had a rice kriya and the Avelos started all over again. So the Shamsaifa said that's exactly what took place in this Gemara. The Gemara says they mourned Rabbi Yehuda Nasi. For 30 days because they were told, don't mourn him for more than 30 days. After 30 days, Mikanve, be mom of a garsi I to be mom. You know what happened? They sat down during the day to learn, and they were learning and they were learning, and they realized they had kashas. They realized that there was so much that they didn't have, and they understood that they didn't have the Rebbe anymore to explain to them. so You know what they did? They started mourning. Like Rabbi Adabarahabad got up and he raised Kriya when he realized that he didn't have his Rebbe Rab anymore to be punished at the Shailas. So then what they did was they were mastered through the night, and then the next morning they got up and they learned again, and then they chapped again. They had shilas, and this continued going on and on. Yud beis chaydish, and then Yud beis chaydish. They stopped. Oh, but that's the oimik, what's going on in this gemara? The habamin of why you would have thought that the avelus for Yudan Nasi should be greater than the avelus for Moshe Rabenu is not because Yudan Yudanasi was greater than Moshe Rabenu, but it's because of what the world was left with after the Petir of Yudanasi versus what the world was left with after the pater of Rabenu, and what it was left with was such. You read the entire and said that's exactly what took place now for the next 11 months. They would learn and they would realize what they forgot, and there would be so I just thought it's Kedai for a, a moment to explain a little bit better, just to appreciate what exactly it is I'm saying, that the world had changed more dramatically after the Ptira of Rabbi Huda An-Nasseh versus after the Ptira of Moshe Rabbeinu. And I think it really goes to the core of Ksubestav Kuv Gimel, Ksubestav Kuv Dalin, and to a lot of the ensuing raid that we've been speaking about over the last few days, just to better appreciate why the Pshas Ptira or Shorebi was such a monumental time in Jewish history. So we know Rabbi Huda An-Nasseh was the last of the Tanon. His Talmudim were the first generation of Dama Rav and Shmuel and Rabbi Yochanan. So that in and of itself gives you an idea of what the Eridah in Torah was after the Patira of Rabbi Udanasi. It literally shifted from the Tkufas satanam to the Tkufa HaMairam. What's the merchuk between the Tkufa satanam and the Tkufa HaMairam? It's Talmud Babli 101. A Tana is mentioned in a Mishnah in a and a Brisa, and Amaira's job is to explain the Mishnah and the Brisa. An Amoira can argue with a Tana. If an Amoira says something and we find in a and not like the Amoira, it's a bomb cash on the Amoyra. So the Tana is of a much higher rank and file then an Amir is clearly implying that there was a Yerida from the door of the Tanam to the door of the Amirah. So just to, in a very, very simple terms, to explain what exactly happened after the Ptira of Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi, it went from the Tkufas Tanam to the Tkufas Amira. We know that Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi wrote the Mishnah. Why? Because he was already feeling in his door, he was experiencing that Torah was going to be forgotten. Why did he experience it? Not someone in a previous generation. There was a urethra taking place. So there's a urethisaduris of such epic proportions that Rabbiuda Nasi paskind a slasis slashem ferret, and even though Dvarmashap Baupe, but he's going to allow and he said, now we're going to write. The Mishnah. meaning the fact that the Mishnah was written during that Kufa was not a sign of an Achshidara, to the contrary. It was a sign of, of a Shikhas Torah that was brewing. And it's for that reason he felt the only way Torah will be able to survive moving forward is if we're going to write the Torah even though you're not allowed to. But it's better to write the Torah Shabbat than not have the Torah Shabbat. And that's why he said So this is now a Kufa where we're living through this dar where the G'daylem are experiencing this incredible Shikhas Torah. That's, that's coming gives us an idea of what exactly is taking place. But I think that just to bring this point home in a very, very powerful way, in the Gemara in Mesechtis, Sanhedrin and the Gemara Zandaf. It's not the Kzayin Amud Aleph. It's also Gemara of The Gemara says Velio. So we had Taned Velio in yesterday's time. The world was created for six thousand years. The first two thousand years the world was Teyu Bolei Teyra. The next two thousand years Teyra. Mashiach. And the final two thousand years were Yemoisa Mashiach. So the first two thousand years there was no Teyra in the world. In the year two thousand Rashi says that's when Avram Avinu started going around and teaching the world Torah, and therefore there was Torah in the world. And then, from the year 4,000 moving forward, that's the Yemot HaMashiach. Now Rashi speaks out that even though the Gemara says 2,000 years of Toyu, 2,000 years of Torah, and 2,000 years of Yemot HaMashiach, and it would seem a little bit, like maybe in the last 2,000 years, there was talking no Torah. Right, 2,000 years Torah. 2,000 years, Torah, and then 2,000 years of Yemois HaMashiach. It sounds like the 2,000 years of Yemois Mashiach really doesn't have any Torah in it. Obazach rashni, of course that's a mistake. Don't think that. Avada, the last 2,000 years, has Torah as well. So what does it mean, the last 2,000 years of Yemois HaMashiach? In addition to it being a Zman of Torah, it's also a Zman of Yemois Sheikh. So the first 2,000 years, the world was Torah, there was no Torah in the world. 2,000 years of Torah, not Yemaisa Mashiach, and then two thousand years of Torah and Yemaisa Mashiach. But the Marsha, right here in Parakheiluk, says not Mashmal like Rashi. And really, the stimulus haloshoin of the Taned VeLiyo is that each set of two thousand years were unique. This two thousand years where the world is Soy like Torah, This two thousand years of Taira, and then this two thousand years where it's not Soy It's not like there's nothing there. There's also no Torah. What there is, is Yemot HaMashiach. As if to say, from the year 4000 moving forward, there was no Torah in the world. Zakti Masha, what's P'shah? There is Torah in the world. We're in the year 5783, and there's Torah. So what does it mean there's no Torah? Zakti Masha, is because the Apostle says, in Malka V'shara Bagoyim, in Tyra, that when Kliyos were taken into Galus, the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed in Tyra. There was a tremendous erida of Tyra in the world. The Vilnagayan in his farim, in his on Avis and in his on Shir says that when the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed, we didn't just lose the Amud of Tyra. We lost uh, the Amud of Avodah. We lost the Amud of Tyra as well. That's why we say in Davening sheyubana Beis Hamikdash benheir biyameinu the same chalkenu b'seirasecha. Because when the Beis Amikdash is going to be rebuilt, it will no longer be Malka v'sarev bagoyi main So it's going to be not only that. We'll have the Avodah again But it's going to be also the So when the Miktash was destroyed Says the Marsha Not only did we lose Avodah But we lost Torah as well And because we lost the Amud of Torah So therefore Chazal described The last 2,000 years The Tkufa of Achar Churben Bayasheni As if it's a Tkufa below Torah I'm afraid the Marsha there's a problem you know what the problem is? If you do the math, the Beis HaMikdash was not destroyed in the year 4000. The Beis HaMikdash was destroyed 172 years before the year 4000. And if that's the case, the Marshal, so why is it that from the year 4000, there's no Torah? The Torah should have started before the year 4000. Kuf Ayim Beishonim, before the year 4000, says the Marsha. Quote. It's still considered the years of Torah because there was still Tanum in the world and there was still Yeshivas. Until Rabbi Yudanasi died, the and the Golos now started intensifying. The and the Tzaros of the Yidden started becoming. Incredibly difficult. And that's when the Yemei came to an end. And from that point on. It's through the Tzorah that Mashiach is now right to come. And that's the Zman of Hevli Mashiach. So all the Tzorah that caused the Tzichas atayra are precisely... Why it's himayza m'sheikh? Because m'sheikh is going to come from man of Tsaris, It's going to come from hebel m'sheikh. But that's a whole nother shmuz. A shah. It's true. If you do the math, Chorbi Beis HaMikdash happened 172 years before the year 4000. So what happened for those 172 years? Why is there still Torah? Because there were yeshivas and it was the daughter of the Tanakh. What happened in the year 4000? Petir Rabbi. And when Rebbe passed away, that's when this incredible Eurita took place. That's when we went from being at a time with his Torah to now being at a time where there's no Torah. I once heard from Rebbe Shua Abba Busell Shlita, he said that the Pesach says, in the beginning of was told this when Yaakov and Esav were born, so the Pesach says that Yaakov was ba'akev Esav. He was holding on to the Ekev of Esav. Ekev is Bigamatria, Akev, 172. Esav is the one that destroyed the second base of And when Esav destroyed the second base of he didn't only extinguish the fire of Avodah, but it was also the oil of the Torah. But like the Marsha says, that Yaakov guns it back. How many years? 172 years. Through the yeshivas, through the fact that Yaakov Avinu was an Ishtam, that's a Yosef Ahalem, that's V'yodah Yechezes Ba'akei Vesov. He it back, Kuf Ayim Beishon, and he stole 172 years. This is right here in the Chdush goddess. But the bottom line is, is you know what happened at the time of the Pteria of We went from the 2,000 years of Torah, suddenly we're going to Izman, where now there's no Torah anymore. There's no Torah anymore. I once thought there's a medrash. It's an eichar rabbi. The medrash, the medrash says, Rabbi Yoichanan had the darish shitin apin bebila hashem v'lo yichama. would say sixty pshatim in the pasuk. pasak and eichah bila hashem v'lo yichama. The Rebbe had the darish esrim va'arbo apin. Rebbe he would only darish in twenty four pshatim. The Lloyd the Reb Yochan Yasser and the reason Reb Yochan was able to say more pshat was not because he was greater than Rebbe Rebbe Al Yedesha Yisamich L'Churban Abay is because he was closer to the Churban Hayaniskar he would remember for your doyresh uboicha u'mesnachim the Gemara says why Reb Yochan on with dash more pshat than Rebbe Rebbe would say sixty pshatim and bila Hashem v'leichamal Reb Yehuda Nosni he would say only twenty four pshatim maybe the pshat is because when Rebbe was mourning Churban Bei Samikdash when he was mourning the Bila Hashem B'Loim He was only mourning the fact that there was no Amud Avoda. But as long as Rabbi alive, we had the Torah. But Rabbi Yoichanan, who came. After Rebbe, he's the next generation. So he's already living in the first door of Damaira. So he's already living in the Tkufa of Malka Basara Bagayumtairah. Which means there was a Hisafa now in the Khorbin. The Khorbin is not just a Khurbin of the Amuda, it's also a Khurbin on the Amuda Taro. Because now it's a world of Malka Vasara Bagay So now that may be la shawl khama. Reb, you, that he said 24 pshatim. He's saying Bil on the of the o, Reb, He's living in the world of Eng And Engtirah is because, like the marshal says, Malka so he was He was mice of all these different pshatim. Why is he being mice of all these different pshatim? Because there was a hisafa in the churban. What the churban now was somehow Niskadish 172 years later? Yes, because now the second Avoidah. The second amud was extinguished because now we went from a world. We went from a world of Torah to a world of no Torah. But al kapanim the ptira of Rabbi Huda Nasi, was, was an event and it was a turning point in Jewish history from the most significant turning points in Jewish history. And that is the world went from being a world with Torah to being a world without Torah, how could you say that? How could you say the world went from being a place without Torah? We can't say it, but the Marsha said it. That's the Marsha the Chedushi Agados, the Mesechta Sanhedrin, Da'at Zayin Amaluf. Two thousand years of Torah two thousand years of Torah, and then two thousand years of Yemaisa Mashiach, two thousand years of Tzaris, two thousand years of Tzaris that are so terrible that it's difficult for us to have Torah on the level that we once had. But there's an achamet to that. It's also tsaros that are chavli mashiach, which ultimately, if we do what we need to do, can bring mashiach. But the point is, is that this all happened during the p'tira of Yehuda Anasi, and it's pasha to me that's the oimik of the Kavano, of the Chesam Soifer. The Chesam Soifer said that Avada, Rabbi Yehuda Anasi, wasn't greater than Moshe Rabbeinu. But at the same time, Rabbi Yehuda Anasi instructed the Oilam. And he said that, after my pteria, you're going to mourn. There's going to be a spade, I understand. And you're going to be tempted to mourn me more than klayis from mourn Moshe Rabbeinu by the how could you have such a Havamina? How can there ever be a havamino that, that we would mourn Rabbi Yehuda Nasi more than we mourn Moshe Rabbeinu? Look at the world post the P'tirah Moshe Rabbeinu, and look at the world post the P'tirah Yud After the P'tirah Moshe Rabbeinu, there was Yeshua Ben-Nun, there were the Skanim. the year they were entering Eretz Yisrael, they were going into the, the promised land, into a utopian existence. After the period of Rabbi Yud the Yidah were going into a bitter Golis. It was the end of the Tkufa satanayim. It was a Zman where they expelled Rabbi did that, there was going to be a tremendous Shikr Satayur to the point that he said, now's the time to write the Torah Shabbat. And we went into the 2,000 years of... Which are so profound that we're living the world of Malka V'Sarev Bagoya Torah. At Kufa, we are now Rabbi Yochanan has another thirty-six pshatim in Bila Hashem Hamel. because there's such a chiddus and such a haisafah in the Khurban. that all happened when and because it all happened Shaspati there would have been a havamino ben benoishol havamino that maybe we should mourn the p'tira of Rabbi more than we mourn the p'tira of Moshe Rabbeinu. And Rabbi Yudan Noski mitoich goydel the Rebbe said, I understand. And it's true. And the massive in the world now, post my Petira, that's really the way we should approach it. But it's not respectful. If Klai so the tiras is May, and only mourned Moitra Rabbeinu for 30 days, you can't mourn me for more than 30 days either. Either way, we're learning this sugya." Of the Shas P'tir Rabbi, that's what it is. It's a sugya, but we can appreciate a little bit what happened after the P'tir of Rabbi, and maybe that's why there's such an aricha here in Chazal about the Shas P'tir Rosh Rabbi, because this is not just a Maisa Shohayyakachoyah with Geshmaka Agada TeGemaras that brings us a lot of gishmaka Ray. But really, what this moment was, this was a, a turning point in Jewish history. It was literally, literally turning the page. Into the world and the existence that we've been living in for so long, I think that's the beer amuk, in the words of the Echsam Seifer and the S'chus of the Torah Echsam Seifer. We should and Chataka lead us to Mashiach Tzidkenu and here